because at the end of the day um what are labels doing for you right now if there's no coins? stealing your fucking money at an alarming rate at an alarming rate man because spotify gives all those major label artists a way bigger cut than they give any of us me and you you know what i'm saying and like Different people get to, to negotiate different terms, so motherfucking they're not fucking complaining because one, they got farms of people streaming farms, and then two, they got a nice little fucking chunk. They're not getting that point zero three eight or whatever dumbass shit I get. <laughs> Hundred full streams for a dollar or whatever the fuck. Yeah. When it, when consciousness and people are being pushed into like having zero attention span. <laughs> Forcing niggas to make EPs and singles and shit again. Which, if the people, if the cassettes were a thing, I would be pumped. It's true. You feel me? It's true. Cassette singles are hard, dog. And 45s and shit, that shit was filthy. But come on, man. I mean, even the digi well, singles. Filthy, it was filthy. You could just get that Extendy Max single that had like six versions of that one cut. With the art and shit, the yeah. fold out shit. Like for you, for you though, see it's fresh, man. I'm gonna introduce this shit, yo. This is Surviving Turtle Island, episode two. You know what I'm saying? And um, I'm reaching into my big bag of motherfucking homies, and I pulled out a fucking gold nugget, man. Straight up, man. We got motherfucking Rajah in the building. I mean, actually, I should say Gregory Smith in the building, aka motherfucking Rajah, aka Terry Rajah. AKA Dad Jaw. Motherfucking, he got a lot of names, man. Motherfucking, uh, what's the one in the Greg Gregs? Greg and the Greg Gregs. Greg and the Greg Gregs. Mr. Bro. Onions. Mr. Too oh, pretty. Mr. Onions was filthy. We we're gonna talk about Mr. Onions. Oh, uh, Mr. Onions sure. still out there. He's that still sh- hating every day. That shit was hard body, man. Yeah. Matter of fact, you might need to come out with a publication. So that's what I was gonna say. So, about singles. Mm-hmm. So, for a cat like you, you could really be eating right now on some Master P record cover shit because your design, like the what, the, I love the shit you're doing right now on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. With the fucking, you came, you did the one yesterday, I think it was yesterday, where it was like, just be a good person or yeah, some real, shit. Real man. Yeah, be yeah. a real man. And it was like swipe, yeah. but the fucking um, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know what it is because I be looking at this shit like it's not like this is some Picasso mind bending shit. Right. It's fucking clean as fuck. You know what I'm saying? Well, right now, it's just a matter of, like, I think whatever art I'm creating or whoever's creating, it's all about timeliness and relevance. Mm. And so we have a lot of stressful days <laughs> with all types of fucking bullshit going on. Mm-hmm. So I don't mind mocking it a little bit. It takes me sometimes five minutes to flip a logo to say, you know, Pepsi to Oopsie. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, like, and I started doing that kind of shit. I call them advertising. <laughs> advertisements you know? and, and it's like you know how can I flip something that is super mainstream and corporate and all this shit and I started doing that like years ago when like what's her name gave a cop of Pepsi or something who did that I don't know Kardashians what? Was like, there was like a commercial where like Pepsi was like it was it was like when Black Lives Matter started like years ago and, and they had 
Kendall, maybe Kendall Kardashian. Wow, I don't know none of their names yeah. except for Well, they Kim. had a commercial where like, you know, there was there was protesters going on, and then one of the Kardashians rolled up and gave him a Pepsi. Uh huh. And then so when you're in that moment, you're like, okay, this is the dumbest, most like. Clearly, this company is so out of touch with what actually is going on. You know? Oh, okay, I do. Re- I do remember that. Right. Okay, I do remember that. Right. So then I'm yeah, sitting yeah, in my studio yeah. that day, and I'm like, well, how do I flip the Pepsi logo? So I turned it and say, oopsie. You know, like, because you know they took that shit down within a day. Ah! And then you know that is hilarious. Coke sales went up. I just saw another one like that yesterday. The internet was ranting and raving about Netflix. I guess has some little kids twerking or some shit. You see that shit? Netflix has kids twerking. Yeah, and then they had to apologize, like, wait, my bad. I don't know what the fuck. I ain't even seen it, but, I, man, at this point, nothing surprises me because these motherfuckers are crazy. Man, you know, I I work half my life in real life, and the other half of my life is in a completely surreal world. Yeah. And you see, there is people that are making decisions, especially mm. with in regards to what you are seeing on the Internet. Yeah. They don't fucking know. They live in their little office boxes. They get paid. They just, they don't do shit, but just, like, try to maximize the dollar, not, like, make something that's, like, wow, that was very profound. Or, wow, that was really creative. Or, that was that was quirky. Or, that was funny. It's just, like, you know, I mean, you know, what is, what is it now? In these unprecedented times, Jesus. you know, buy some Wranglers. And you're, like, what? I don't need to buy jeans right now. Like, Bruh. buy a Toyota. You're not driving anywhere. The shit that's going on right now is crazy to me. Like it's so, it's so amazing how like it forces people to be fake motherfuckers almost with this advertising, man. It's like, come on, man. This shit is so unreal, man. Like it's so un, um, it's just unreal. It's not real heartfelt and shit at all. It's like it's a requirement now, like to act like I know fake well, activism or whatever you want to call it. Like, come on now, good. Uh, Pick a, pick, a t- pick a company, any company. I can give you a direct... This is one reason why I quit my job during this. Yeah. Because I felt like I was doing bullshit-ass work for a bank. Jesus. I'm not going to say... I mean, I, it doesn't matter which bank. Mm-hmm. Right? They're all the same. Exactly. But this was a smaller, more local bank. Yeah. Not a credit union. Uh, I'm going to shout out to DCU. They've been holding me down. But <laughs> we got to get some sponsorships for the uh, podcast. You there know? you go. So, yeah. Uh, I need a fucking zillion bucks. But in this other bank, and they're, you know, we're working on this... You know, response to pandemic life within financial services. Yeah. You know, like, so now if I'm a bank to these small businesses, half of y'all motherfuckers like me because I got you a, a PPE loan. Exactly. Or PPP loan, excuse me. Mm-hmm. And the other half, you hate me because you didn't give me one. And then you start looking at that roster, there's so many hustles. There's like people that just have like a six year old website, got 20 grand. You mm-hmm. know, like, and then so we're doing this uh, ad for them, just response to pandemic, like, you know, uh, we're all in, like, you know, I don't, like, business is all of us, right? Mm-hmm. And then they're like, oh, you know what, though, we need to really consider, you know, uh, Black Lives Matter movement and African Americans, and so, you know, can we put some, uh, can we get some, like, photos of people in there, it's like, and use our clients? And I just straight up told them, we can't do that, you know? And they were, like, you know, offended. Yeah. That I that I wouldn't do that. And I was like, well, you don't have any black clients in your bank. Yeah. So you're not you're not doing anything. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And you know. What they, that's the crazy. What they say to that? They're beefing. They said, well, download some stock. Wow. And so, 
Then my designer slaps some fucking stock on there. My boss signs off on it. Incredible. I call bullshit and say this is, A, this is weak creative as advertising, and B, this is a total farce. Fuck you. Bonkers. I'm done with this stuff. You know, and there's just like a lot of shit like that. And Bonkers. that's just like, I mean, that's one little small instance recently. Yeah. Where they're not in tune with what's relevant and what's going on, you know? So, yeah. how are you going to create art if you don't even know what the hell's going on around you? You know, like... That's the world. It's the awakening, man. I mean... And some will never awake. That's what I've been realizing. I've realized through this that some people are going to be asleep forever. I feel... At least I feel like this. I feel like some people are going to be asleep forever because they're, they're literally choosing to just only think about themselves. Yeah. You know what I mean? Do. Like, and as a, as a quote-unquote black person, because this is funny, so I've been... I've been having these conversations the last few days because of um, a lot of shit with the station, you know what I'm saying, that we got going on over there, just racial stuff all over the place, racial equity, this all over the world, all over the place, you know, yeah. everybody's on it right now, and so, you know, I don't like the word white because it was created in the 17th century, literally to put every everyone down that was not a certain t- tone, and um, so for me, I'm like, the 17th century, let's see, that's not that long ago no, at all. not at all. That's literally like yesterday to me. So yeah. why are we all just settling for that when we know that like, and then, you know, people of color, I hate that shit and I've always hated it because to me it's just like, you know, I've, I've watched cats go up in a fury over being, you know, the, called a colored person. Yeah. So what, you just reverse the words and I'm supposed to be cool with that? Like, the shit is weird to me. Language is always weird, so I, I got caught up because I was like, I don't like the term black because that was just the same as the, it came with the creation of the word white. I don't really like any of these things. I, I, I like nationality, but then I had to break it down and was like, yo, so where did it come from? Where, if it wasn't white, what would you call it? Where would you, you know? And really, what it comes down to is that there is no white. Everybody more or less comes from what we say Africa, from our knowledge, or that region, that area, mm-hmm. north, that whatever. Yeah. No, I mean, I think of some other shit, you know, I'm on some other, other shit, but, like, ultimately, though, like, I don't really dig, dig the word, but I got stuck, because I was like, man, you know, one that no one could really, only a few people had something to say that was, like, made me go, like, ah, that's some shit, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Which was basically that. The creation of that word itself is fucking genius because it puts us in this position of argument. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that no matter, there is no answer. The only, it doesn't represent a region. It doesn't represent a nationality like we want to slap on it. It actually only represents power and oppression. Yeah, and a, com- to being combative. And being combative. Yeah. And to, yet, keep, to keep it leveraged. To keep it leveraged. Yeah. And yet, it's so ingrained yeah. that it's forced itself into existence. Eternal existence, almost. Because people refuse to erase it, even when they're just like, yeah, I agree with that. But, there's always a but. And so I realized, like, wow. That applies to so many things. Like, there's always a but. Like, And so for me, being the quote-unquote black dude, what I've dealt with the most through this whole Black Lives Matter situation is that everyone says things outwardly, mm-hmm. but as soon as it's something important, they don't give a fuck. Oh, no. They still disrespectful as fuck. 
about your black ass. Yep. Yeah, that's exactly how it is. You know what 1, I mean? One thousand percent. Like I'm, because I have. But it's my all performative. You know what I mean? J- just like it's, it's it's as performative as a Kardashian giving a cop a Pepsi. Everything is the same shit. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, I have my motherfucking kid's mom's grandma apologize to me, tell me all this shit, acknowledge all this shit. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah. And then three days later, same shit. Pull some wild, foul shit. You feel me? I feel you, yeah. And it's just yeah. like, that's just been like repeated, almost in overdrive. And the way I've stepped back and looking at it, like, damn, I'm, I feel like what I'm watching is, is like, lost folks. Just like Austin Powers scene with the Finbot's heads, like, when the Finbot's like exploding. That's what it looks like to me. It's just like, damn, you're just like, tripping out. You don't know what to do. Yeah, well, also because people don't get put on, on the spot. Yeah, they're not from Jersey. You know, they don't get put. <laughs> <laughs> they, they don't get put on the spot though. You know, like I don't, here's the thing. Okay, I might be from New Jersey, right? But the past like the past like 15 years of my life have been in Seattle, and it's been real motherfuckers in Seattle that have been keeping it that way. And you know, it's not like I'm wearing Patagonia walking down the street with a fucking you know golden Labrador right now retriever. <laughs> like, hey, you could hella pull that off though. No, I could never have a dog. Yo, but no. you could pull it off. You know when people say hi to you when you have a dog? Or say hi to your dog? You gotta just stop, like, every two feet. You, you could know? go undercover as a Seattle motherfucker with a heartbeat, bro. That's <laughs> well, I could go undercover as one, yeah. <laughs> Oh, man, get the, get a trim. Really embrace that hairline. Oh, man, yeah, it'd be a wrap. one time. Some of them uh, shoes with the holes in them and shit cracks. I've been thinking about those lately. Them niggas is comfortable. I've been thinking about getting a pair. Marvin loves Crocs. Changed my whole mind about them ugly ass shoes, man. I'm fucking with them. That's all this other pair. They look like like Crocs and Cotton Candy had a baby. Ah! Have you seen those? Uh, I don't some, know. They look they look like some Pharrell ice cream joints. I thought they were like the new Kanye's, like just weird. Like they look like pillows and shit. Oh, they were just man. weird looking. Okay. But they look comfortable. Man, so that's tight, man. Jersey, bro. <laughs> I feel you on that. So like, that's interesting you say that because I found that. Like, when you put cats on the spot, they be acting like you're too angry in Seattle. Like, you're angry. Well, it's a defensive, instantly. That's their first, like, instant. <laughs> you know what I mean? They get defensive. <laughs> it's fucking stupid. And that's the same shit for, Crazy. like, when you get in trouble with your chick. Yeah. Well, your first response is, like, is defensive and, and push back and get angry. Yeah. Because you know wild. you're wrong, and they know they're wrong. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like... Off top. And, and people, you know... People don't grow up improvising, or they're not involved in like basketball or improvise, or they don't they don't freestyle and shit or whatever. Whatever it is that you can just do on the spot, mm-hmm. tap dancing, you know, like they uh, they don't have quick brains. It's not like they go oh, and then the truth comes out. So <laughs> it's like nah, cats got slower brains now. Shit, they're just slowing down rapidly. All they do, is, all you gotta do is Google. What you want. That's wild, man. So, have you hated every job you've had so far, or have you had a cool one yet? Cause you're freelance, right? I mean, I get cool gigs. Yeah. But I haven't had a really great job that I've loved. No. Cause they always be doing like corporate shit. I try to avoid it, but it's there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's... But you know, there's certain companies I'm like, yeah, I'm sorry, I can't work for them. And then you know, I've had some good, good bosses at some spots that have been like, all right, I respect that. We won't mm. give you that work. And I'm like, good. That's tight. Yeah. So when um, what was the name of the the shit that that all the fresh espresso and you did the metal chocolates under all that art, the new most posters, 
Under Out for Stardom? Out for Stardom. Yeah, that's it. I can't believe I just fucking forgot that. Yeah, we'll do that. I would have thrown that into AKAs too and shit. Yeah. What happened? You still you still do down the low? You should bring that back. I mean, I'm Out for Stardom forever. It's like it's like an old draft crew when I'm 15, you know? Like, you ever released like all the posters you did ever anywhere? No. Not. Man. You want them? You should make a book is what I'm saying. Oh, I got my own book. What's your book? It's uh, Top 40. It's got my favorite 40 posters printed in a hard... Uh, yeah. I'll send, I'll send you a link. You can order it today. Yeah, yeah. I need that. I'll put it up on the damn thingy. And then when people finally listen to this shit in the future, then you're going to start selling hella books out of nowhere like two years ago. Oh, this is road. like a blurb link. This isn't like a real... <laughs> you oh, by like... then you'll have it in motherfucking... Well, there ain't going to be bookstores in a year. Everything's going to be online. Retail, half these retail stores are going to be gone, buried forever. Forever. I used to love me some Borders books. and My mom used to drop my ass off at Borders Books Music. And I would literally go up in that bitch and just listen to the CD stations for hours, bro. That was like a treat. Yep. That was like a... Like Honestly, a, it was the most fascinating thing. I've, I've never seen <laughs> a CD... Never seen the CD spin vertically before. I didn't know that. <laughs> I, I didn't know you could do that. You know. Yeah, and then eventually I would try to fucking like ninja my way to like the adult book section. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's been like a solid hour of my CD time just like figuring out how like how can I maneuver to the fucking porno section of this Borders. Oh no, that was like the like the blockbuster, like the bootleg bo- blockbusters you'd go to. That's Bruh. where you'd go. They'd had like. Carpets. Man, I used to work at a Borders in um, Washington, D.C. Overnight shift, like, reorganizing the shelves and um, stop restocking. It was dope because there was, like, no customers. It was, like, a two-story Borders. And I would steal a fair amount of pornographic DVDs. Nice. Yeah. Figured that was, like, an opportunity I couldn't pass up as a youngster. No, at the time, you didn't know the Internet was going to happen. What was your first job? Delivering newspapers in New Jersey. Yeah, the Courier News. Get the fuck. Out. I was like eight years old. In New Jersey. Yeah. Did you do that by yourself? Yeah, I took over my brother's routes. By yourself? Yeah. I mean, like, when I was like when I was like eight, I stayed pretty close to home. You lived in like the suburbs of that shit. Yeah. So like the suburbs of New Jersey is safe. Yeah. There's parts that are not so great, but there's parts that are safe. I, I wasn't even, in like. Damn, bro, I even let my eight year old have a paper out here, dog. Let alone. Goddamn New Jersey. I mean, whatever. Do you want a bike? A bike? Yeah. But that was in 1977. <laughs> <laughs> that was like 1989. 89? Yeah. Damn, dog. So then when... Damn, 89. Okay, and then I, so sold, I sold enough newspapers so I'd go to a fucking Mets game. How was that game? Uh, they lost 6-2 to two for, to the Cubs. Doesn't matter. He probably got you some penis and cracker jack and shit. Yeah, I made like hella paper. <laughs> I made money as like an eight year old. I was taking. Damn, so no wonder you're such a hustler, bro. Because yeah. you've been doing this since you were Ocho years old. I mean, the thing is that there's like there's always something like delivering newspapers you could do. Right? When cats like, oh, don't need money. It's like, go do something. You're sitting here. Yeah. I don't know, like, and now I don't have to deliver newspapers anymore, but fuck, if I make a book, maybe I'll start delivering it. Do they even have newspapers? They don't just fuck with you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I see them, but damn. I had a paper route when I was in junior high. That shit sucked, man. Very, very much so. That's crazy. It only sucks when you go collect. 
that you gotta definitely go get sucks. But like, where were you? It's been a week. I'm like, what? Everything about that was terrible, really. I know. That's some wild ass shit. Jersey, bro. God damn, bro. Paper route. And they were tripping for that one. I'm sorry, man. But I guess they weren't because you still. This is Surviving Turtle Island. up after that was like uh going to little kids birthday parties and entertaining them <laughs> wait wait i was like 12 or 13 and i dress up like barney or ernie or, or a power ranger okay so you at least had a costume i had a costume on and i just go <laughs> one time i was like a magician so i just looked like myself but i was like 13 and i didn't nah, i wasn't even a magician i didn't know what the fuck i was but barney <laughs> then that was a hot suit that was real hot that day are there are there photos there's one of a Power Ranger for yeah, sure. We need these in these streets, bro. Yeah, I'll, I'll try to track it down. Kidding me? How did you get that gig? At? So this kid I know was a magician. Like he just like he might. I think he's still one. Like that's what I'm saying. He like. Damn. Dog. And then uh, he like did this like he went to little kids parties, like eight yeah. year olds, like four year olds, five year olds. You know what I'm saying? Like real little, like. And you get paid like 150 bucks to be 12, you know, 12, 13 years old Damn. to go like fucking go kick and shit to music <laughs> you don't even get for like 30 seconds and then you just so you take, take photos with people yeah i could do that for an hour once a week over the summer they made so much money he's probably hell good at magic now <laughs> yeah. no bro hey, i haven't seen him for a while he disappeared you know? <laughs> he disappeared <laughs> hey on the real you fucked up by not keeping up with that guy because everyone should know somebody that does magic like i and I could definitely use a show magician right now. I've been looking for one for years. I have this idea. I'm not even going to say it because I don't want no one stealing it from me. But it requires a magician. Mm. And you'll be surprised how hard it is to get a hold of a fucking guy that does show magic. You know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers, man. You can get some bad magicians. Like people that nah, pull like man. quarters out of your ear. I need some scary shit. Like David Blaine level. Yeah. Like, I'm going to leave your whole body shaking and shit. Like, wait, wait, wait. I'm paralyzed now. He scared me. But I would hope they would be hard to get. Well, the like, time. To be available, you know? But I'm saying, if a motherfucker been doing magic since he was a kid, he's got to be good now. How old are you? Like 30, 40, 50 million? Yeah, <laughs> 39. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't like to even think about it. because I don't, I don't hey, I'm forever 31, man. I'll yeah. be forgetting. For, <laughs> <laughs> that's why I like, I basically just dress like a postman, you know? Dress that's like, the, you know, that's just kind of how it that's is. That's the upscale men's yeah. version. The men's warehouse version? Basically. No, it's like... Forever you know, 31. Yeah. We gotta get them to sponsor the show. We just got vans and, like, <laughs> leftover Boy Scout clothes, like... Them and Mr. Onions. Mr. Uh, Onions needs to fucking review goddamn Uber Eats and Postmates Eats and them. Those things. No, I'd rather do the drivers. You like, could include it in the damn post. That just gives you more content. Feel me? Yeah, I feel that. The thing is that I think like where the approach for that could be even better is Food that. review, driver review. Zoom, zoom. 
I just think, all right, if it's an Uber Eats review, we review the whole thing, but hey, your story might be different than my story, you know, like. That's why you have two sections. You put two, make two little special graphics because you're good at that. Oh, damn, I got it. You make a special little rating system, not stars, come up with something funny. Tears. Tears. Because it's never going to be a good review. <laughs> This Andy's not like anything. I mean, it's damn near never a good experience, man. I mean, it usually is. I can't hate. But I, I as a person who's worked for all of those services at one point, can definitely express that I'm not a good employee. That's why I work for those services. Yeah. You're not getting five-star service ever. Even if someone's trying, they're still failing. Yeah. The food's never piping hot. <laughs> Well, that's because, like, nobody wants to pay for delivery, so you do the, like... Oh, fuck with y'all. The group, the group yeah. you know? So that people are like, all right, I'm going to pick up, like, five orders and drop them all off. And you confirm that for me when you're like, yeah, I shop for, like, four people at a time at the grocery store. You're like, I'm caking. And I'm like, that's brilliant. Shit, man. You know how that shit goes. But, yeah, man, so have you thought of bringing that back, though? Onions? Yes! Now yeah, actually, you know, it would have been actually legit if I had done it for, like, to-go orders, like, when quarantine was started, that would have been actually fairly it's legit. It's still plenty of time. It's just still yeah. basically, like, there's, I feel like anything, everything's new right now. Yeah, but the thing with, with Onions right now is that he brings a lot of hate, you know, and... That's what we need. Yeah, that's what we need. We need them to step this fucking Uber Eats shit up. We need these restaurants to step their delivery game up, because they know that when the food leaves the door... They can blame it on the driver. Yeah. Okay. So food is never good. They're always giving you the fucked up service sizes. They be beefing with you even though that's their main income. I've heard it. I've worked in the kitchen. They should just get a tuber. What is tuber? So you put a tube on the restaurant door, uh, and then it just shoots it right to your house. It's legit. Dr- uh, they're going to have drones soon. Yeah, they already do. They got them in other countries. They'll deliver pizza and they shit. They got the robots. Yeah, yeah, you just like, and it's got a camera on it, so you can just like. Although I saw a video, and that little robot, he was moving hella slow. He was like. Man, I saw a video of a drone with the pizza bag. I was like, come on. Fly up to like a fucking skyscraper apartment building and had a little camera thingy on it with a dude's face, like they get that at whatever delivery spot. Boop. They put the money in, the pizza comes out, the drone flies. Away. That's the future, bro. Why not? I would much prefer that. You know how much faster that is? Mm-hmm. Pizza. Wait till you order. Wait till you order a drone that way. Wait till you order a drink. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you, drone. Here you go. This is my drone. I want a bubble tea. You can get half a bubble tea when it shows up. You get the little things in the bottom. Well, how different is drones than like sending pigeons? <laughs> sending ravens. Same shit. Bro, I would much prefer a raven, dog. They'd be like, where'd my raven go? We sent this raven. Yeah, until, <laughs> until that raven can't send your kid an Xbox. You're like, oh. <laughs> Alright, I'll do the drone. <laughs> I'm just trying, I'm just trying to collect these ravens in these streets, bro. What are you sending like like candle wax scrolls to people? Oh no. <laughs> but I feel like a squad Sealed of ravens. With your OC logo or something? Having a squad of ravens might be better than having a squad of pit bulls in your crib, dog. That shit is intimidating. You try to rob motherfuckers. Well, when you've crib. actually seen a raven, you're like, damn, that thing is big. You feel me? So if he was just in your crib, if you walked into a motherfucker's crib, and there was just a raven in that bitch in the corner. Not even in a cage, just sitting just on a log. sitting there because he's my friend. Yeah. You're walking right back out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You don't you're know. You're at the very least falling backwards really quickly. Yeah, you don't know he's high as hell and can't move. 
<laughs> That's your raven. <laughs> That's my raven, bro. That's how we stay friends. I blow smoke in his face. That's so raven. <laughs> Every time he squawking shit. Oh, that's so oh, raven. Oh, that's so You're raven. Killing. Come on, the hitman, dog. The hitman. I can't wait for this shit to be over, though, honestly, man. We got to take over the town. You got any secret plans? I mean, I guess it wouldn't be so secret when recording this. You got any not secret plans? Uh, yeah, I'm trying to. I'm trying to get get somewhere to own or live outside of here somewhere. As in another state, city? No, probably just out of the city that I could like still stay in Seattle, but try to like. I mean, fuck it, don't matter where we live right now. I don't need to be in the city for anything. Being or some shit, that's where everybody lives now. No, I mean maybe for maybe for the tacos, but like. No, I'm talking like in the middle of the woods somewhere, just get good Wi-Fi, you know, on a lake somewhere, just chilling. That people Fine. can come out and get released, and I can go out and get released, you know, like. Yeah. But like, fuck it, like, I'm li I'm just sitting in my apartment most days, working and creating, like. Yeah. But I would love to have a garage or some grass. You still make music? No, not really. When did you? When was it that you made the switch heavy from like music to goddamn design? Well, design, like design actually prompted my music career. Making posters turned into me like making beats and then rapping over them. How'd that happen? What? Like, how'd the beats happen? You just, was it your choice or did someone actually make beats for Uh, I just started fucking around. So when I, uh, so, alright, so when I moved, when I moved here, uh -huh. within uh -huh. a week, or within three weeks, I moved in with Darwin. Okay. At like 80th and Lake City. Wow, so it's Darwin, for y'all that don't know, is fucking, Ill-ass DJ, crazy motherfucker, man. He kicked up a lot of dust in this motherfucker in Seattle, and then he moved his ass back to where Buffalo. He from Buffalo. He's from Buffalo. This motherfucker's from Buffalo, man. Shout out to the Griselda Records and all those Buffalo motherfuckers. It's very nice to see Buffalo shine. Yeah. Where do you live now? New York. But City. what part though? City, uh, Manhattan. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know. Yeah. I thought you would know. Yeah, he lives in the city. Well, that's I don't like know exactly everything where in New York is New York City to me. New York City. But that's like Harlem, the Bronx. I don't fucking know. I don't know where he lives. It's fucked up. Well, yeah. You should talk to him more. Shit, I just sent him a postcard. You <laughs> should send him an invoice, right. really. <laughs> Actually, Otis, let me get your address too. That's your tagline, bro. <laughs> Actually, everybody I need to send you yours. You know, actually, he's a lot of invoices. It's easy. <laughs> I owe uh, Roger $100 million, actually, I believe. Yeah. Rick owes me. $100 million and $1, if I'm yeah. not mistaken. Rick, Rick has actually uh, absolved all your fees uh, <laughs> to me. Figured it'd just be easier. <laughs> ah, that's crazy. Sorry, so you moved up here, you met Darwin within three weeks. Oh, yeah, so then, and then I was just like, you know, he, he was like a drum and bass kind of guy, you know, yeah. DJ at the time. So I went down there and started just like, you know, not really hip or privy to drum and bass, but I was playing his records on 33 instead of 45, and I was like, this is kind of filthy. You know? <laughs> yeah. And then. You know, then it's just like, then you just like buy a crate of records for like, you know, a penny each or whatever, sitting at drive time, you buy a big box. And yeah, yeah. I brought that home and then I just, he, he showed me a Peak, I think it was. Uh-huh, don't know what that is. It was just like a program where all you could really do was loop shit, you know? Okay. It looked like a wave, but you could just loop it. Fire. And then, uh, Fire. 
And I found a bunch of records, and then I was like, these are filthy. them to sponsor the show. Peak? Shit. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure... Uh, <laughs> they got an app now, maybe. I'm sure they're done for. <laughs> they just had, like, one line, you know, like... Uh, <laughs> they turned into Angry Birds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so... So then I just started, like, <laughs> looping records. I kind of did it more as, like, a DJ set. Yeah. It was like, cool, I'm gonna go do a DJ set, and then... When I was doing a DJ set, I was like, wow, I can just rap over this real quick. Okay, then I started... Then people would come through and, and from the music scene because yeah. of drum and bass and that, and I started doing posters for them. And then I was just like making all these posters and redid all their shit, right? They're like message boards. Yeah. Redid all their logos, was all their back merch. back in MySpace days? This is like... Okay. Yeah, this is MySpace days for sure. Damn! Yeah, yeah. Because you said message board. Oh, yeah. Which I believe... Do you know, do young motherfuckers be using message boards now? I mean, they, Reddit, <laughs> you know? Okay, that, I guess that, that is a message is, board, it's right? all it is. That's But it's just all, someone just was like, I got this. I'm thinking old school. Like, no, no, no. No images. Nope. No videos. Nope. Just messages. Yep. Yep. Okay. Yeah, old school. Then. So, yeah, so then like, all my posters then I put out for stardom on them. And then one day I was like, I'm throwing a show. Booked a show. Uh, it was my homie's birthday party, and he was like in like music management a little bit, or, wa- or wanted to get into it. And I had a bunch of homies that worked at Chop Suey, yeah. tons of homies working at Chop Suey. Yeah. And then we were like, all right, well let's throw a show. So we threw a show, and it was he wanted one below to be the headliner. Fire. And then I was like, all right, cool. Well I'm gonna be second bill. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. I'm throwing the show. Yeah. I'm not, you know. And then after, and then before me was Gray School. Right, and, and then before that was Bakimono, which was uh, Never heard of him. Hannah Ben and uh, Katie Kate. Amazing. Yeah, so Hannah Ben is like this, you know, operatic singer, song composer. Yeah. Katie Kate, I mean, you know, Katie, you know who Kate is. Yeah. And uh, they had this little, like, they had a little duo, kind of like folksy guitars and flutes and shit, you know? Uh-huh. Harps. Sounds about hard. Very angelic and, and, and innocent. Uh huh. Lord did, of the Rings. Yeah, but they did like an R. Kelly cover, which is quite funny and ironic. If you think Hilarious. About it. They probably yeah. want to bury that now. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. You think about like two young girls singing, it's kind of funny. And like, Jeez Louise. It's almost mockery, is what it is, you know. At so. this point. Yeah. They actually performed that when we opened for Quali. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> Showbox. So funny. Wowzerinos. Yeah, yeah so I don't know. Threw a show, and then just that's like so. To answer your question, I started making music out of making posters. So, so how did you get to Mad Rat? Uh, I met Nate in a like a freestyle cipher at a house party. See? Down on, down on Lakeview. See? And See? then uh, freestyle. afterwards I told him we were going to go to Japan. And then we just started kicking it. The next day we started, I lived up over here behind the gas station. Wow. Did you go to Japan? No, never did. Why not? The fuck? Oh, because you don't like planes. No, that's not. I'd like planes then. Planes is recent. What the fuck happened? You didn't crash. I don't know. All of a sudden, you just got scared out of planes out of nowhere. No, it took like five years. Each each flight got worse and worse. But you never crashed. Never crashed. No. Should have went to motherfucking Japan, bro. When you had the goddamn chance. We yeah. may never, well, we never travel again. <laughs> I don't play. We going to Japan next year. Fuck out of here. Shit. I know we're taking a boat. I'm building uh, Noah's Ark too. Ark, yeah. Noah's Ark. Onion, Onion's Ark. 
featuring Sylvester Stallone. It's like a very selective art. Man, you remember when I came <laughs> on stage at the Nectar when you guys did Mad Rider? Yeah, that's how I met you. You were an asshole. Because I don't remember that. Yeah. Yeah. So what happened? Oh, you 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 came in. I think you paid like eighteen dollars to get into my show that night. <laughs> and then uh, you know you no. you were mad because you didn't like the set. <laughs> you came up right after we performed. And you were probably drunk or high or something. I, I was know. blacked out drunk, and, bro. And you grabbed the microphone and you were like, That shit was hella whack. That wasn't keeping it real. I keep it real. And then, <laughs> and then you put the microphone down. And, then, and everyone was like, Okay, thanks. And then, uh, yeah. And then I told you I didn't like that. But I said, Thank you for... Uh, <laughs> You know, paying your cover to get in. Have a good night. Damn, that and was... And we, like, squashed it out back. There was nothing, like, nothing came of it. That was hilarious. Yeah. I don't remember any of... All I remember of that of that night <laughs> was before that night, being in the studio with, like, Silas Black, Specs, somebody else, bunch of rappers, you feel me? Yeah. Rap cats. And I believe we drank two-fifths of, we drank one-fifth of wild turkey. That's my, that was my choice whiskey of the time. Strong. And then we bought another one on the way to the show. And we drank it all on the way there. Um, amongst like hella beers. So I blacked out in the lab, I feel like, because I remember, all I remember is at some point, being like face to face with Buffalo and him being really mad mm-hmm. but not saying anything and him just like like with fuming anger fuming Buffalo and I remember I remember thinking in my head like damn this will fuck me up Probably. and like then I remember he was he was 11 at the time he was 11 years old <laughs> That's hilarious, man. He was tiny. He still yeah, is tiny, bro. Guy. I think he had. I think he had a wife, a, a pink, pink tank, a pink wife beater on. He had a white one with pink letters. That's what it, it was. Dandy. That's what it was, bro. That's what set me off. I remember that. I remember like something about some sort of pink piece of clothing that made me fucking all like fucking. Plus, I was just hating on Mad Red anyway, man. I was just on my that purest backpack hip hop dummy shit. You feel me? Yeah. And, yeah. Um, because you, uh, you were on the 206 proof message board, is that what it was? Um, I most definitely was not, but I am aware of it. Yes. Yes. And I, I they love that. I'll be real with you. They love them. I kind of wish that was back or still around, because it was funny to read from an outsider's perfe- perspective. Well, they, they do. It's just like a Facebook group now that you ain't on or some shit. Oh, yeah, I ain't on Facebook, so I don't know about none of yeah, that. I'm sure there's something. But I do remember, I remember that. I remember those glimpses, and then I remember like a little tiny glimpse of like the ride home. Or the ride back from there, but man, that was like old, old, classic, oldest days of blackout drunk behavior. I mean, that was amazing. I'm trying to think back to that show because what a way to meet somebody. I don't even know if it was Mad Rad quite yet. Oh, it was Mad Rad at the Nectar Lounge. It was you guys. Was it with champagne? Man, I don't know who it was, but I definitely know it was y'all up on that in that bitch over. You know what I mean? Well, I wonder what because like it we might were, have been champagne. I mean, you guys pretty much yeah. were doing a circuit where you guys were always. It was like you, y'all, champagne. Yeah. Katie, Kate, don't talk to the cops. Well, that was a little bit later, but yeah, for, for us it was just like us and champagne for a minute. Yeah, those were dope days, man. We met them via MySpace too. Booked MySpace our first tour on MySpace. 
Wow. With, with White Fang out of Portland. You know Jeez those motherfuckers. That was a great fun tour. I can't even imagine. I can't even imagine what that shit would have been like with you guys. Y'all were crazy as hell, man. Y'all were crazy as hell. Yeah, we were. Which is good. You are now tuned in to Surviving Turtle Island. That you did all that, you know what I'm saying? Now you, you know what I mean? Square. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, oh man, we all squares, man. I'm a happy ass square, man. I, I'm not. I try. Actually, I should say I, I try to live a square life, but life refuses to let me have a square life. That's what's funny. You I wouldn't know what say saying? I live a square life. I don't know. I guess my, I don't know, square and like older and wants to sit more is different <laughs> I'll say this this is why I consider myself a square because even though it's not square at all that's a terrible word and, and it's good to stay in your square to be on your square but motherfucking now I I think about my limits <laughs> you know what I'm saying oh, well. or I think about oh shit if I do this if I take this much of this then or too much of this then this is what happened whereas you know what I mean rewind back in the past is just like nah bro let's get that let's get a second bottle I mean, I mean sometimes for me it's just a, like it's not even a matter of knowing my it's feeling my limits the next day and you're like damn I definitely went over my limits full sugar deal and it's taken me way too long to recover yeah and yeah. after that I'll be trying to prevent that shit that's some ill shit bro well you know we're not like you know our Wolverine rehealing mm-hmm. ain't as strong as it used to be ain't as fast as it used to be when we were younger you know that's real I mean, we're talking like we're some old motherfuckers right now, but... Fuck, well, you put a lot of poison in your body. <laughs> there I accelerate that. That's real. Yeah. You ever done DMT? Yeah. I think that first year... Was it that first year that... that it might have been that first year of Sasquatch when... Or maybe it was the second year. I think it might have been the first year, though, because that's when I officially kind of met y'all. Like kicked it, kicked it. Kicked it, kicked That's when we became friends. Yeah, yeah, Was yeah. that Sasquatch when Ricky got, what, get, you guys were performing and I got the, the backstage shit with Ricky and then Darwin was like, holy fucking shit, I can't, we couldn't stop talking about it the entire fucking year. <laughs> Five years, probably to this day, honestly. Oh my God, let me tell you about, but I fucking, I look back at that shit now, I'm just like, man, this shit is hilarious, man. I earned that shit, man. Like, I, I deserve that shit, bro. Like, I got, getting roasted for that shit because that's some ice cold shit yeah but uh I wouldn't take it back because what a wonderful story and way to meet people that ended up being like my great friends because I went to fucking France and shit you know what I'm saying like Iskadoff was originally me, Benny, and Nate I just yeah. couldn't keep up with the rehearsals I remember you feel me uh-huh. that shit is amazing to me so like man the way like you never know how shit's gonna go it's crazy bruh you feel me well, you legit dodged the bullet from going to France with them. I did go to France. 
Well, well, no, we but, literally dodged bullets, though. Well, that's what they did, too, when they were, like, in that locker. Oh, yeah. They li yeah. Yo, you know what, what's crazy about that? I think about that all the time because, like, I think about, you know how if you think about, like, what if I was there and how the dis different decisions you would make or how people can influence things differently when I'm a stroll or something? Oh, whatever. It's all cool. Right? Yeah. Uh, people, you know, like, damn, like, what if I was there and we had ended up being at that show? Because we all, you know what I'm saying? Well, you definitely would have went to that show. You know what I'm saying? If you were there. If yeah. you were in town, you would have been like, oh, Iskadal's playing Paris? I'm definitely going to that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I like, when I was with them in Paris, the Cocaine Lazarus record actually came out of the Paris trip that I did with them because um, mm. they we were in Paris and uh, staying in probably the craziest, one of the craziest places I've ever stayed. I can't say the craziest, but, um, man, I can't remember the baller-ass dude who lives around here who owned the fucking pro loft property or whatever we were staying at, but that shit was on another fucking level. It was, like, literally down the street from the Louvre, you know what I'm saying? Mm. And the Eiffel Tower and shit. Wow. We was there for, I want to say, they were there for a month, a whole month. That's uh, right, you guys overlapped, didn't you? Yeah, I was on tour with Shabazz, yeah, and exactly. I linked up with them, yeah. and we was we did a European, little European run. Yep. I got to spend three, four days in Paris to baller shit with them. And uh, the original plan was to make a record and shit. And we teetered around because they were learning Ableton and shit, you know what I'm saying? I already knew how to do it. But, you know, we too, kicked yeah. it hella hard and shit. They did, a bunch, they did some, like, open mic shit or whatever, but, you know what I mean? And we made a bunch of, like, beds, but no, no completed songs. And then I would send them tracks and shit back and forth, like, yo, and I sent them a bunch of shit to work on. Benji kind of kind of worked on, like, maybe two cuts or whatever, but nothing, like, solid. Right. And so I basically just, like, had taken, I pretty much made, like, all of the skeletons and shit. I just took the few parts out that um, I had got from the one shit and just flipped all that shit, bro. Made completely new songs. Oh, at least you utilize that. Had to. Yeah. Hard body, you feel me? Yeah, like, we're, yeah, weren't you going to play with them live, right? Or something? Um, well, we went on tour, and I did OC Note shit, and they did their Iskadov shit, you know what I mean, which is dope. They're fucking dope as fuck live, bro. I love, I love that group, honestly, bro. Like, they're, they're, they're like one of the hardest two pieces ever. Well, I mean, fucking Benji is just super legit on the, like, playing but four instruments at once. We did a show in Switzerland. And they had the illest, I got some ill pictures from it, bro. Like this club we did, like I think it's Winter Third, it's called. They, the lights behind them, bro, were just these crazy huge, like circle, circle lights, and they had all this crazy shit. Wasn't even that many people at the show. But uh, I'll never forget it, bro. It was just amazing. They fucking killed that shit. The, the, the lights and all that shit were amazing. The whole staff of the people absolutely, like, Fell in love, of course. Everyone falls in love with Nate. But fell in oh, love yeah. with Nate and yeah. Benji, bro. We kicked it super hard, bro. Like they were letting us, like they had, they were letting us go around the bar and just get whatever we wanted and well, shit. Too, yeah. I mean, you guys. I mean, with Nate's charisma, you just be like, <laughs> these twenty-four people oh, are with me. You bro. know what I'm saying? He just like. <laughs> Yo, my my theory. He's just a fucking. He's magic, bro. He's magical. Right? He's on some other shit, bro. And like, yeah. he's from another planet or something because. No matter where he is, no matter who he's around, like sure. he can A, get it popping, sure. B, talk to anybody, and C, like, just attract everyone to him, yeah. bro. Yeah.
Yeah, we really, we really did the thing out there, bro. That was an unforgettable, unforgettable adventure, man. I ate horse on accident, bro. Ugh. It was, yeah, I didn't like that, bro. I got tricked. Have you tried the yak? Was that a deer? I don't even know what it is. Moose, almost? That's just crazy, dude. You know? That's just crazy. You can man. just drive a little, like, 30 minutes out of the town and get that. Well, I haven't had moose, but I've had elk. Yeah, yak is like elk, but probably more like liver than, like, oh, steak. I'm sure if I was kicking with some, like, super North Alaskans and they served me some yak, I'd eat it. You know what I mean? I don't even know if Alaskans eat yak. Probably more elk. Is that just like a reindeer? Oh, a yak might just be a reindeer for this fish. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? A yak just sounds like 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 a like a grosser bird, like the, like the lowest of all those animals. Man, that shit is probably delicious. I heard it's pretty gnarly. Or at least one part of it probably is just hurt. Like that left ass cheek or something. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the left ass cheek is always pretty good. You know what I'm saying? The side it doesn't lay on. I'm, I'm, I go right to the front hole myself, you know? Make that shit like it's fucking calamari. The chitlin of the yak. Hmm. Excuse me, son. May I have the chitlin of the yak, please? <laughs> chitlin of the yak? That might have to be my new AKA, bro. AKA! Chitlin of the yak! <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay, hey, that sounds... <laughs> okay. Okay. Hey, man, that's why you're the greatest, man. You always keep it real. Yeah, I don't know if anyone's Seriously. ever going to call you that. They never like my names, man. I told you I poop tears, right? <laughs> so bad. <laughs> I told you how bad it was, right? Yeah, it's terrible. See? I knew uh, you would remember, though. See, uh, you remembered. Yeah. So it's not terrible. It's just a shitty well, idea. Actually, you, that don't you, you remembered it. Oh, my God. I'll never forget it, because I think it's one of my greatest ideas. Yeah. Poop tears, man. That shit is hilarious. The thing, wasn't there like a drawing with it or something? <laughs> like, yeah, kind of. I feel like I'm imagining a visual that went with it. imagine if you're a punk rocker. Gigi Allen style. And I don't even like him at all. Like that. You feel me? Okay. But poop tears would apply. Poop tears would definitely apply. Yeah. It's got fucking legs, man. Oh, no. You got anything? Yeah, well, you know, I, I go by shit water. Is that that, that now? So shit water. Yeah. Another good name. Another great man. Water. I Another promise you that's taken. Yeah. I promise you that's taken. Or, that shit's funny as fuck. Greg, Greg and the water shits. You know. <laughs> no, that's the water shits is pretty good. That's good. See? Maybe, maybe Smitty and the water shits. At first you was uh, hating. Yeah, well, I, I hate poop tears because that's shit coming out of your eyeballs. No, poop tears is when you're taking a shit and then your eyes get all watery because of the extreme motherfucking naughtiness of shit taking. <laughs> Which all humans have experienced but no one talks about. That's the name. Oh, I, I mean, I think this is a topic of conversation I've had with many humans. See? Oh, well, that's... You're hanging out with the wrong people, Otis. It's because you're, you're low-key, like, people's that, therapists. That's what happens probably. when you go on tour with fancy people like this kid We were eating... Croissants in Paris. <laughs> I had a rosé from Coutremont. We did all that shit, man. Yeah, yeah. We stayed know. at the Queen Hall Apartments. <laughs> it was the Queen Hall. Yes, yeah, we stayed in front of the Queen Hall Apartments. <laughs> the, the Queen. <laughs> Yo. Yeah. It's like a hotel that'd be a sick place, bro. The Quinault Hotel or some shit. It's actually a, that's some beautiful tile right there. Actually, to be quite honest. Tower is that what you tile? Say? The lettering in the tile. It's oh. quite nice. Oh yeah, you would notice that shit. We got anything you want to plug, man? Anything? No. You might as well. Even if you have to make something up. 
God damn it. That's what you're supposed to oh, be, right? Oh, shit. You got to buy a, you bought a Dyson recently? Man. Vacuum? Vacuum. They're amazing. They're expensive. Yeah, they suck. We need to get them to sponsor this show, though. No, they don't suck. They're the best vacuum in the world, I think. That's why they suck. If a vacuum doesn't suck, I don't want it. Oh, you want to vacuum that blood? Come on, butt on pals. See, hey, God damn it. I'm cut a, the check. Cut the check. I know. <laughs> uh, do I want to plug anything? Yeah. We got a website. Radjob.com. There you go. Get me a job. Get me good work. <laughs> yep. By the time tons of people hear this classic fucking podcast and shit, you're already going to be a multi-millionaire. Just funny. But it's cool, though. This will be fun for us to reflect on when we're old. You're never gonna go gray, I don't think. Actually, you can probably. I'm go. already going gray right now. For real? How gray, man? Let me see. Oh, not gray? much. No, 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 no. Oh, uh, no. I got a little Sam. Damn, you're almost. Damn, I can't wait till you look exactly like Jack Nicholson instead of hella like him. LOL. You're just with my eyebrows. Man, y'all motherfuckers can't see this dude, but he looks like Jack Nicholson, bro. Straight up and down, dog. Like, the older he gets. Yep. It's fucking awesome, man. You gotta meet him. You ever met Jack Nicholson? Yeah, I used to sit next to him at the Laker game. Yeah, see. I used to say right, Frank. Yeah, like just during the '80s. Everything this dude <laughs> says is gonna lie, by the way. Just made it up. Every single bit. Yeah. Every goddamn. He's not only from New Jersey. He's yeah. actually from uh, goddamn Bellingham. I'm from uh, Jerusalem, actually. <laughs> New Jerusalem. <laughs> Yo, of all the places you could have picked in the world. I pivoted from New Jersey to Jerusalem. I don't know. Fuck. All right, y'all. Motherfucking Gregory Smith. Yeah. Surviving Turtle Island. Thank you, man. Thanks for having me. All right, man. Let's stop on this tape playing. OC Notes. This is the podcast.